to the Stainless Souls Podcast, brought to you by the Realization of Stainless Souls, a come-as-you-are church of recovery and discovery. Today is episode nine, an introduction to our 90-day program of recovery. So today we're going to introduce the 90-day program of recovery that is designed for our members who are suffering from addiction, codependency, usually associated with somebody who is addicted, PTSD slash trauma, suicidal ideation, and or homelessness. And our members may be suffering from some or all or one of these conditions. And the thing that binds these conditions together as similar, other than I have personally experienced to some degree or another, most of these, is that they all ultimately are because of or have ended up resulting in a feeling of hopelessness and helplessness within the person suffering. And so our program is designed to begin to restore hope and begin to restore self-efficacy so that individuals who engage with this program can begin to hope again and can begin to help themselves recover from this affliction as well as They're probably poor financial condition. They're probably poor relationship conditions. They're probably poor employment conditions. They're probably poor life circumstances and conditions that have resulted from the conditions of addiction, codependency, PTSD slash trauma, suicidal ideation, and homelessness. The program is designed to be a correspondence course to be taken online, at home, or some other safe location with support from us with individual counseling once each week for an hour and group counseling or group therapy three times a week with us also online, for one to two hours each of the three groups, and then supported locally by self-help recovery groups such as AA or NA or Al-Anon for those who have addiction, alcoholism, or codependency, and also other local groups that may exist to support trauma survivors, people who are contemplating suicide 
and of course homelessness and the hopelessness and helplessness that goes along with that condition. We envision in the future as we grow as a church and ministry that we will have a volunteer network as well in many locations across the United States. And that volunteer cadre will help with things such as case management, legal difficulties, restoring families, helping restore driving privileges, as an example. The things that most people who are at a bottom or near a bottom need help with in order to overcome the difficulties associated with their conditions. So that's the backdrop. The 90-day program of recovery is at home via online and correspondence, supported with live online individual therapy and group therapy, also supported locally by self-help groups that may exist in that area, and eventually volunteer-supported locally as well by church members and church volunteers who want to help our members who are completing the program. That's how we intend to administer the program initially. Now I want to get into the curriculum of the program. And it's new, so of course it's subject to change, and it will change because it's going to grow. But it may also change in structure as we learn what works and what doesn't work for our members. So if you think about 90 days in the construct of a year, there are four 90-day periods, roughly, in a single year. A 90-day period consists of 13 weeks. And in business, it's referred to as one quarter. So we could run four 90-day programs in a year, each lasting 13 weeks. And a week is a good period of time in which a teacher or minister can allocate towards a given topic or subject and a student or client or member or patient, however you want to refer to the suffering who, are, who have undertaken the program, can focus their attention for a single week. And then at the end of a week, the program will move on to a different topic and a different focus. We envision the 13-week program to be as follows. The first week, obviously, for most people, especially those who are addicted, is going to have to be a detoxification week. And that may require the person to attend a physical location, such as a hospital or a treatment center, in order to detoxify from whatever substance they're addicted to. Others of us in that first week will spend time beginning to detoxify our minds from the toxic nature of our thoughts or our emotions or our relationships, what have you. So the first week is always going to be consistent and it's going to be a detoxification week and it'll be referred as detoxification. 
Now, I want to make a note on medically assisted treatment or medicinally assisted treatment for those who are addicted and also prescribed medications for those suffering from depression, anxiety, PTSD, etc. We strongly urge you to follow the instructions of the medical professionals who are treating you. We are not medical professionals here at Stainless Souls. Ourselves, we have taken advantage of or utilized the medications that were appropriate for the conditions that we suffered from, and we encouraged our family members who may have been suffering from conditions other than the ones that we personally suffered from to take the medical advice they received from the professionals who were caring for them. So we are not uh, anti-anything when it comes to medication. On the opiate side, that includes Suboxone, Revia, Methadone, Vivitrol, and the associated medications that go along with detox. On the depression and anxiety side, uh, medications such as Zoloft and Cymbalta have been used by us and by our members. Uh, And sometimes it was necessary even to go the benzo route with Xanax and Clonopin and, and other appropriate benzos. So provided that you intend to complete this 90-day program with an effort to recover from whatever affliction you may have, and you're utilizing your professional, your professional advisors appropriately with integrity, and you're not abusing any of the advice or medications that they give you, then by all means, take the advice that you get. Now, if you find yourself in a situation where you are abusing the advice or the medications that are provided by your medical provider, then that's a different situation, and you're welcome to talk to us about that or your medical professional, but it is probably not going to promote recovery in 90 days or 900 days if you are abusing the advice or the medications that you're receiving. If you have any questions on that, you can email us at hope at stainlesssouls.com. Hope at stainlesssouls.com. All right, so the first week, the odd week, is detox week. Uh, It'll also be used for orientation and introduction to materials as they're developed Uh, contact information to the people who will be working with you directly and any local support that we might have in the location where you live. The next six weeks are have a focus on the individual and how the individual lives and by title the first week is physical wellness or body wellness The second week is mental or mind wellness. The third week is emotional and relationship wellness. The fourth week is spiritual wellness. The fifth week is lifestyle wellness. And the sixth week is immunity and defense wellness. And this is essentially building a moat around what you learned and discovered about yourself in the previous five weeks. 
In addiction, it might be considered a form of relapse prevention. Now that I know all this stuff and I'm beginning to recover and feel better, how do I protect myself from falling back down into the hole that I just climbed out of? So if you're keeping track, the first seven weeks are detox, physical wellness, mental wellness, emotional wellness, spiritual wellness, lifestyle wellness, and immunity and defense. And that leaves us six weeks until we hit the 13th week. And the second set of six weeks are very similar to the first six, except that instead of receiving information from us and doing homework or exercises based on what we taught you in the first six weeks, you're going to begin to fully apply in each of the last six weeks what you learned previously. So the eighth week is physical again. The ninth is mental. The tenth is emotional. The eleventh is spiritual. The twelfth is lifestyle. And the thirteenth is immunity and defense. And in these weeks, you will be creating your life plan for each of these six areas for the subsequent 90 days, or day 91 to 180, following the completion of the recovery program. You will be assisting us here at the church in ministering to individuals who are entering the program for the first time, both as a student teacher and as a group leader, and potentially at some point as a mentor to individuals who are just joining us in week one through seven. So the second semester of the program, if, if you want to call it that, is really designed on taking what you learned in the first semester, applying it to your future by creating personal plans for the next one year, three year, and five years of your life, and also applying it by teaching it. And it's well known that if you want to learn something, teach it. And uh, in 12-step recovery, I think it's also well known that if you want to keep something, you have to give it away. So everything that we learn in the first six weeks, we're going to forecast into our own futures, and we're going to share with new people joining the church. So here in a second, we're going to go through each of the weeks and give a high-level overview of what the contents of those weeks are going to be. But before we get into that, I want to point out that whatever you learn in a given week carries over into every subsequent week. So the first week after detox is body or physical wellness. Once you complete that week, the next 11 weeks you're still going to be practicing the same habits that you learned in the first week. And then mental was the second week, so the next 10 weeks after that, you will learn, you you will continue to build on what you learned in that week, and then emotional, spiritual, lifestyle, and defense. So nothing that you learn gets left behind. It's the vision of the program that at the end of 90 days, you have a completely new way to live your life. And if you are diligent and disciplined, you can 
use the new beliefs and new habits that you formed in the 90-day program to live happily and safely for the rest of your life. So the physical week, I think in another podcast we mentioned that meditation is going to be the cornerstone of the program, and that's going to be true even in a week-labeled physical wellness. You're going to learn how to meditate. And through meditation and through mindfulness, you're going to become more aware, perhaps, of how your body really feels. But that aside, I don't think it's a secret that if your body doesn't feel good, you're going to have a very difficult time convincing your mind or your emotions to continue on with something. So physical is the first week because your body has to feel good in order for your mind and your spirit and your emotion to go along. And for those of us suffering from the five afflictions this program is designed for, again, addiction, codependency, trauma survival, suicidal ideation, and homelessness, our afflictions have had physical ramifications on us. Our bodies have become sick because of our illnesses. So we have to feel better. And so the first week of the program is designed to get your body to feel better. And what we'll teach is how to breathe, how much hydration you need with the belief that dilution is the solution to pollution, what kind of exercise you need, how much sunshine you need, how much rest you need. And we'll take a look at your nutritional diet. And I think that most of us have really underestimated how much our diet affects our mood. And by simply avoiding certain substances and certain foods, we can feel better without limiting the amount of food that we eat. So it is possible and likely that If you cut out certain foods but continue to eat the same amount or the same volume of food during this program, you'll feel better just because of what you're not putting into your body, provided that you're breathing properly and provided that you're hydrating properly and, of course, exercising and resting properly. So that will all be built in to the first week. All of the habits and beliefs created in the first week, obviously, will be carried over into the mental or mind wellness week, which is the next week. And in this situation, in the, in the mind and mental situation, um, one of the things we're going to do is begin to modify or alter what you think about and how often you think about those things. We're going to teach you that it is possible to limit that incessant voice in the back of your head that never seems to leave you alone. And we're going to teach you how to focus on other experiences within your mind that are more wholesome and more valuable and more healthy. We have to be somewhat cautious in that as we do this, we have to make room in your mind for new things. So we have to drain out old things. So if you imagine a dirty mop bucket, one of those industrial mop buckets that has a drain at the bottom and... It's filled with dirty mop water, and you want to refresh the water in the bucket, but you have to maintain the same level of water in the bucket 
while you're draining out the dirty water. That's what it's like in changing out the contents of your mind. You can't empty it out and then fill it back up. It's never empty. So we'll open the drain on the bottom while turning on the spigot at the top, allowing fresh water in and draining dirty water out, maintaining the level of the bucket the same throughout, and eventually, over the course of time, the concentration of dirt in the water will go down significantly to the point where it's not even traceable. And I'd like to say that absolutely there's no dirt in the mind anymore after the exercises and the lifelong practices of the things we'll teach during this week, but it's not true. There's always some evidence of some contamination of dirt in the water. No matter how long we keep the spigot on and the drain open, there will always be a tiny concentration of the dirt, and that's what we have to look out for as we practice recovery into the future. During this week, we will begin learning the value of a positive mental attitude. We will introduce affirmations, daily affirmations. We will begin to learn how to visualize certain things about our future. We will begin a reading program where potentially you will read one book a week that is contributive, contributed, well, that makes a contribution to your mental wellness. And we'll begin to learn how to manage the negativity within us through simple meditative practices. And then going into the third week, we'll take everything that we learned in the physical week and the mental week, continue to practice those into the third week, which is emotional and relationship week. And if you're thinking about this, we've taken care of how your body feels tactilely in physical week, and we've taken care of the thoughts and how they affect the way you feel in the second week. And now in the third week, we're going to directly look at your emotions and what role your emotions play in motivating you or inspiring you to relapse or to get well. And mitigation of the negative emotions and promotion of the positive emotions is something that we'll look into, as well as how to feel emotionally better on a day-to-day basis, while also learning how to, when a bad day occurs, mitigate the impact that that day might have on our life or on our relationships. And so a few days will be spent on management of emotions, and then we will look at relationships because people outside of you have a definite impact on how you feel about yourself and the world and the universe and other people, and learning how to limit and then manage the feelings promoted by your associations with other people will be the second half of that week. Then we move on to spiritual week and again we're taking with us everything from physical mental and emotional into the spiritual week and in the spiritual week we're going to explore the ideas of who are you where are you from why are you here where did the universe come from what is a higher power what is god 
And we're going to teach you how to get the answers to those questions through meditation. Of course, we will influence you in a number of ways with readings and affirmations, visualizations, and other exercises. But ultimately, by the end of the spiritual week, you will understand how to get the answers that all human beings seek regarding who are they and why are they here. And then really, that's the end of the self-healing or self-recovery, body, mind, heart, soul. So we've taken care of you. Now how are you going to live? And that's where the fifth week or the lifestyle week comes in. And in that week, we will introduce ideas around minimalism and essentialism. And those ideas are important because we put so much emphasis on things that we want, such as the type of house that we want or the type of car that we want or the type of partner that we want or the type of children that we want, the type of neighborhood that we want to live in, that we begin to associate our ability to be happy on our ability to obtain those things that we want. And I'm here to tell you that no matter how big your house is or how many cars you have or how perfect your kids are, that's not going to make you happy. And it's like a dog chasing his tail. You can chase that tail all you want. You're not going to catch it. So by introducing you to and teaching you minimalism and essentialism, we begin to shift your focus from wants to needs so that no matter what happens to you in your life, you always have the ability to obtain what you need. And everything else is just icing on the cake. And then the last week is immunity and defense. And I think the way to think about this is Trojan horse. So life is going to continue happening while you're in recovery, while you're completing this program. And there are certain, as they say in 12 steps, people, places, and things who will drift in and out of your life. And some of those people, places, and things may cause you to forget the previous six weeks of work that you've done to get to this point. And it doesn't take, you know, a person breaking into your house and putting a needle in your arm to get you to relapse. It could be something as subtle as a smell or a song or a Facebook post or a picture in your high school yearbook that you're going through for some unknown reason at 2 o'clock in the morning. And in order to maintain your health and well-being, you have to begin to understand what things might serve as the Trojan horse, where it seems harmless to allow it into your environment, but you don't know what's inside. And in a very short period of time, whatever's inside can break out and destroy the city that you've built over the previous five weeks, six weeks of recovery. So at the end of this, you're at week seven, the end of seven weeks, and there's six left. And in the next semester, the next six-week semester of the program, you're going to spend a week reflecting on what you've learned and practiced, and you're going to begin to set goals for yourself in each of the six areas. And your goals will be one-year, three-year, and five-year goals at first. 
and you're going to have goals in the six areas. So, for example, you're going to write out goals for your physical and body well-being that you're going to commit to, perform, following your completion of the 13 weeks. And it might be weight loss goals, competition goals, hypertension or cholesterol goals, heart rate goals, any number of physical or body wellness measures that you'll learn about in the first week. And then the next week, you'll set mental and mind wellness goals for yourself, and that can include things such as education, academic or trade-based education. It could include books that you want to read, books that you want to write, things that are intellectually stimulating to you, as well as continued emphasis on how to manage your thoughts and maintain a positive mental attitude in years one, three, and five. Third week is emotion and relationship. So in, in this week, you will write out your goals for, if you're not married, the type of person that you do want to marry, what your family's going to be like, what your domicile's going to be like in the future. You'll use affirmation and visualization to begin to manifest these things in your life. If there's things that are left undone in your past where reconciliation and forgiveness need to be taken care of, those things will be included in your emotional and relationship one, three, and five-year plan. Then your spiritual goals will be next. You'll spend a week working on your one, three, and five-year plans for spirituality. It might be different faith traditions you want to investigate. It might be types of spiritual practices you want to learn, maybe yoga or other forms of spiritual practices. Maybe it's uh, an ordination that you want to become some kind of a minister for people that suffer like you've suffered. So those things will be covered in that week, and your one, three, and five-year five year goals will be the result of the week. Then the twelfth week will be your lifestyle goals. Again, building on minimalism and essentialism. How do you want to live your life? What kind of things do you want to accumulate because of their value? What kind of things are you going to avoid because they really just end up being clutter and disturbances in your mental activity? And then the final week will be the writing out of how you're going to prevent a relapse into addiction, codependency, PTSD, suicidal ideation, or homelessness. And of course, all of this is being done in online and correspondence format with a one-hour meeting with a counselor each week that, that is with us, three group meetings each week, and email support anytime that you have questions or need help getting through parts of the program, one of our ministers will be eager to help you get through whatever your hang-up might be. So those are the basics. Those are the, the basic tenets of the 90-day program of recovery. It's free. We don't expect compensation from the members who are going through the program. We do expect commitment from the members both to the church ministry and 
to their own recovery. And we will measure progress, and at the end, we will have some kind of a certificate of completion and maybe one day some kind of a celebration. So we're eager to get this going. We are excited about what it means for you and for us. And we hope that if you are suffering, that you consider joining us in the healing that can be found in a spiritual recovery program such as this. And until that day when you start this program, I invite you to always remember that a part of you is incorruptible, invulnerable, immortal, and stainless. Stainless souls, each and every one of us. Thank you.